Welcome back, everybody. It is Kiddish Club, the podcast, with yet another installment. Hey, everybody. There's like so much that we have to talk about. I, I don't know where to begin. It's funny because to me, it feels like there's absolutely nothing happening right now. I don't know why I have that. Like, I don't know. Just what's nothing's happening. It's, it's more of the same to I, me. I, I don't know. There's just so much going on. Okay, I mean, I guess we could start, uh, because this got me thinking, but uh, let me tell you about the article first. Is, uh, there's a hepatitis A outbreak that the FDA says uh, may be linked to organic strawberries. As far as, like how? They're contaminated with hepatitis? How does strawberries become contaminated with hepatitis? I like, mean, I'm not what a scientist. Are, I'm how are these being prepared? This is what I want to know. I'm not a scientist, but I was, re- I was reading an article, and so it was talking about, you know, remember there was the romaine, there was what, the salmonella? Remember that? I think it was romaine. Or E. coli. E. coli, yes, thank you, E. coli. Yes. And so they know that a lot of these come from animal feces. And, <laughs> yeah, where are you going to go with this? Yeah, I didn't want to go there. No, we're going there. Okay. That's what we do. All right. And, you know, a big part of it is, is that they're not cleaned well, right? The animals? No. Who's going to clean them? <laughs> the fruit. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> the, fruit, the fruits and vegetables. And I got thinking, like, strawberries, we know from a kashra standpoint... Tremendously problematic, right? The yeah, bug a lot situation of bugs with and strawberries. strawberries. Yes. Whatever. We're not poskening here. Don't hate mail us. Whatever. But I would think that Jews would be a lot less. I guess from Jews would be a lot less uh, inclined, susceptible, susceptible to, to the hepatitis you, A, to the hepatitis and the E. coli, etc. Because we do, you know, I mean, we we soak everything in soap. I mean, at least I do. I don't know about you. I don't know. I haven't had strawberries in a very long time. Me neither. But I will have them. Like frozen pureed, right? Because then it's much less of a halachic problem. Yeah, but also frozen strawberries, which is just like in smoothies. Like yeah, I'll have that, right? Have and, that. and then they're blended, they're pureed. Right. It's so usually they're... my kids that are making them, and I barely get a sip. So that's yeah. how it goes. Enough to have a couple of bugs, but not. No, not again, a once it's pure, once it's pureed, you have you no problem. A, no, you need a kazais, I believe, of. Also frozen, there's no issue. Kazais of pureed bugs would be a problem. Kazais, that's the difference. What are you talking about? If you eat a teeny tiny bug, you can't eat if, any part of any insect. No, so if you Like, eat, it's, it's not no, okay if I just had a wing. Yes, you're, you're putter. You can't do it like a trila. But to be chayev on a piece of a bug, you need to have a kazais of parts, well, of there, bug parts. Okay, so there's no... But if you eat one teeny on, tiny on, ant on. that's a berry, the you have a problem. The strawberry is about the size of a kazais. So, what? If you eat a whole bug, it's a barrier. So even if it's a teeny oh, you're tiny, saying as long as it's complete. Yes, yes. You're saying so one leg, one leg, or an antler. Correct. I'm okay with an antler. <laughs> Take so if you really want to eat the bugs, yeah, break off an antler and go crazy. Right. No, you can't do it like a you can have antler soup. Obviously, you can't do it. They're not. Are they antlers? No, they're, they're maybe antennas. Antennas, antennas. Antennas. Yes. Well, yes, hey, right. well, people think we're talking about deer. So I don't know if we soup. spoke about this before, but um, I have a, a relative whose birthday was coming, and what I wanted to get him for his birthday was kosher grasshoppers. So I asked the rav, and he said, "If you get them, wait a second. What is he like? Is he Sfardi? Like is he Timoni? Like no, I no, know. no. He's he's a, he's just a regular. No, so, not. Well, how do you, but but so the problem is. So I asked the, a, a paisik the question. I said. Can we can we eat these kosher grasshoppers? I know that the Messiah was lost. Where would you get kosher grasshoppers ah, from? Excellent. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so only the Taimanim have a Messiah for it. So the Shila is, can I rely on their Messiah and eat the grasshopper? Of course not. Otherwise, we would all be pounding grasshoppers. Incorrect. Incorrect. You can. 
Really? Well, at least so according to this basic. And you could get them in Israel. So that's where I was getting them from. But I couldn't get them shipped here to the States. Um, I guess live creature <laughs> Yeah, that's going to get stopped <laughs> at customs, yeah. most likely. We're like, hey, Bill, come check on <laughs> coming out of Israel. I don't think it would even leave Israel. Like, they would probably be like, you know, this don't go on the plane. No, sorry. why? I'm so sorry. Why? This they don't, don't get it. It's, it's infecting America. What do they care? You know, like when. I guess that's true. When you leave, you never get a customs check. Right. Right, they don't care. Go like, infect. Take it. Go Just get it out of here. Uh, we don't care. <laughs> Go infect the whole United States. <laughs> we don't mind. But what? So, um, so I told this guy. I said, you know, I wanted to get you this as a birthday present. Would you have eaten them? Well, it depends on who he is and what like level of kosher he keeps. No, no, he's a regular from Yid. He keeps kosher. And I told him that this this cricket is coming with an, a big OU on it. Would you eat a live cricket? I don't know if you can just throw the OU's name around like that. I don't think that they. I don't think that they have a hechsher on any Unlike insects. Uh, but they're missing out because there's nothing like crickets in a salad. <laughs> the crunch. Am I wrong? <laughs> Tastes just like chicken. <laughs> Wait, are they milkings or flashings? I don't know. I think it's. I, if I had to guess, it would be like fish. So, I mean, as we were talking, I, I, I did bring up an article. It's from 2013. It's an article from the BBC. That says eating locusts, the country, the, the crunchy kosher snack taking Israel by swarm. Wait, they call it a crunchy kosher snack? <laughs> yeah. That's a little nuts because I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody that has ever eaten a grasshopper? No, but you know, they're getting a lot more popular in the United States. They're grinding them, they're making protein powders. Apparently, they're very high in protein. You know, the, the UN. I mean, it is the perfect snack. Think about it low carb, <laughs> really? high protein. Yeah, crunch, crunch. There's crunch involved. You ever see those videos that come out of China of like people like eating like the yes. live scorpions? Oh, that's gross. Yeah, but why? Why is cricket any better? I think I feel like crickets are gonna get prepared like better. <laughs> like I can't Sous-vide know cricket? that it's like what? I can't. I can't know that it's a cricket. Like I don't want to have any. Like there shouldn't be any joints in the food that I eat. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? It's disgusting. I don't want like I don't want like legs or any identifiable like anything that can swing. Well, this according to this chef th- that this article uh, discussed it with, he recommends serving them crunchy. It's best achieved by dropping them in boiling broth. Clean I would them think off, that the roll best in a mixture gonna... of flour, I then th- deep fry them. Yeah, deep fry. That's <laughs> what I was going to go with. Okay, once you deep fry anything, it's going to it's going to be fine. You could literally deep fry grass; it'll be, taste delicious. Deep fry a shoe. Yeah. Also, once delicious. you deep fry it, you like lose all the yeah, it's, it's the not... health benefits. So. So the article says, what do they taste like? Something between schnitzel, toasted sunflower seeds, and prawns. And prawns, what? Prawns is, is like a shrimp. It's like a, it's a non-kosher. It's a shellfish. I mean, I like the first two. I can relate. Schnitzel. Schnitzel Good. with a little bit of sunflower, sunflower seeds like, on there. Yeah, that yeah, sounds, sounds delicious. So if I get these, would you eat them on the cast? Oh, that's fried, putting me right on the spot, yeah, isn't it? A fried. I think we should know ask. I'm work the, on by it. the way, we should just if we don't already, we should have a dedicated like Paisik for the Kiddush Club, and I was he can answer. The same thing. Like he is the official. Like we'll put his name on the stationery. He could be Rabbi Emeritus, and he can just answer these questions. And if he says that I can eat the crickets. I will down a cricket. You heard it here. I'm gonna hold, <laughs> gonna hold you to this. I have no problem. By the way, I'll try anything once. Really? Yeah. Anything? Uh, mostly, mostly. I mean, it's subject to approval, but so I mean, speaking of health, you know, the monkeypox thing is still going on. Yes. It's like COVID. It, COVID is is two Yeah, it's like barely. 
and now there's monkeypox. I didn't know, like, it's really not an attractive name for a disease. Let's get that out there. Monkeypox? I don't think like they... I, chicken pox is a far has a far better image than monkeypox would. Why is that? I'm just like the whole monkey thing. Like, I don't know. Like, well, the question is, how did they? Why did it? I'm assuming it came from monkeys originally. I don't think it means that you're getting, uh, you know, symptoms of being a monkey. Are you all right there, uh, Pete? Am I developing something here? (laughs) And by the way, if you have any type of simcha or any type of event and you want to really knock everybody's socks off, you need to get in touch with One Hospitality Group. They are amazing. They are a top caterer, but they take events big and small it won't just look beautiful, it will taste amazing. I'm sure that many of our listeners probably experienced One Hospitality Group, they just didn't know that they were the caterer. So if you want to really impress, and you have a corporate event, or you have a bar mitzvah, or you have a wedding, or whatever and especially it is. if you're in the tri-state area. Absolutely, tri-state area, but even if you're outside the tri-state area, I know they recently did something on Pesach in Florida, you need to get in touch with One Hospitality Group and you need to mention that you heard it on Kiddush Club, the podcast, and you will get a 10% discount, which will go a long way because, let's face it, some of these things could be very expensive, wedding, that kind of thing. But you need to get in touch with them because they are amazing. And you could find, and I encourage everybody to go online, go check out their Instagram. It's One Hospitality Group. It's the number one hospitality group on Instagram. You'll see pictures of their events you won't be able to taste it, but you know what? Maybe we should put in for a tasting. Maybe we, I think it's time for a tasting. It's been a while since we had an on-air tasting. You're not going to get an argument out of me. That's, okay. That's, that's for sure. I am going to uh, petition for a tasting from one hospitality group, but regardless, you won't be able to taste it, but you'll be able to see how beautiful it is and take our word for it. Their food and their parties are just unrivaled. So check them out. They're at One Hospitality Group, the number one hospitality group on Instagram. You will thank us. And remember to tell them Kiddush Club, the podcast, sent you to get you 10% off. So by the way, we covered on this cast, I I don't remember which episode it was, but we talked about uh, Winnie the Pooh leaving the copyright and entering the public domain. How long does that take, by the way? I, I I think it's 50 years, 50 maybe years, 100 any years. Any trademark that's 50 no, years No, no, no. I think there's different rules in different industries. So like with, with medicine, we know it's very short. They only get a couple of years and then and then anyone could, anyone could knock it off. But that's because it's going to help the people with... Uh, Which is why you have the Walgreens Advil. Exactly. Exactly. I'm a big fan. Anyway, bottom line, no sooner did it enter the public domain that they already made a movie. There's a movie coming out. It's a horror movie based on Winnie the Pooh. I saw that, and it is highly disturbing. It's disturbing, but it's also kind of interesting. No? I think it's called... What is it called? What is the name of it? It's called Blood and Honey? That's right. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds... That's such a clickbaity. That's such a clickbaity. So, it's really... It's like your favorite... It's not my favorite, but imagine someone's favorite character, and now it's turning into Blood and Honey. Which makes me think, could you imagine the Israeli version? Winnie the Pooh, Milkenani. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a horror movie. No, it's not going to be a horror movie. This is going to be a soldier who's a bear, is Winnie, and by accident he fixes all the, all the problems. All the balagan. All the, all the, all the, all the, all the terrorists, yalla. 
<laughs> by accident, but because you know he tumble. <laughs> he like not the smart soldier. Well, anyway, speaking of horror movies, there was uh, in a case of uh, art imitates life imitates art. Uh, there's a woman named Nancy Crampton Brophy. She wrote an essay published in 2011 that went into detail about a bunch of ways to commit an untraceable killing. Anyways. I'm intrigued. Continue. <laughs> okay. This woman from Portland was just convicted of murdering her husband. Really? <laughs> yeah. This lady who wrote the book, technically, on untraceable killings has been convicted. Yes. So it, got me, it reminded me of like OJ, if I did it. You know, like if you're going to commit murder, like if you have a havamina that you're going to commit murder, I don't know if writing about the perfect ways to commit murder is the best way to go. You know, I have in my head a real like a real bank robbery heist idea which I'm not going to share because I might Oh no, share it. No, no, no. Right. What <laughs> happens Because <in> <laughs> <laughs> in real life if, you know, they're going to come back to this cast and they're going to be like, "Hmm. Nobody has thought of this idea in 200 years." You're telling me it's totally original. It's Nobody totally thought of this. Totally original. Bank no one has it. thought Just about say it. it. I don't want to say it. What, what if I have to use it one day? No, that's the and point. And it's also pretty dark. It'll I'm not going to lie. No, it'll it'll prevent you from ever reaching that. Be like, what, would I do it? I was the one that spoke about it. This is my <laughs> idea. When someone else does it. No, this was me. Isn't that so the worst? it just involves, it doesn't even involve weapons. Okay, so you walk into the bank, right? You're heavily disguised. And now you're going to ask to see the branch manager. Every bank has got a branch manager. Now you sit down in his office and you're... Let's say you're going to schmoozing and I'm going to apply for a loan, home equity, all those fancy words. I'm with you so far. All right. And now your partner already knows where this where this manager's family is. And it's like uh, FaceTime. Is this your child's school? Mm, They're in third grade. Mm. Uh, If I was you, I would hand over. The money. This is your brilliant. This is my brilliant idea. This is brilliant. Idea. And you do this. Wait, you could I, think I, about this. You could do this. All you need to do is research branch managers, right? And then what are they going to say? They don't care. It's not their money. They're not going to risk their families. They hit the silent alarm switch, and you go. to And jail. then what? Oh, so so let me let me preface. Okay. If there's a silent alarm, your child gets taken. If there's if I have any problems at all, my guys are ready. On Long Island, he's, he's, he's ready. He's ready. You can't possibly, you know, get your family to safety while you're pressing that silent alarm. I mean, I feel like that's a plot of many. I think you've been, like, watching too many movies no, or something. No, I don't think <laughs> so. Like I don't think I've of... ever seen it. It's never been done. It's completely original and copyrighted by the Kiddish Club. So, ah. Uh... It's a great idea. If not for the fact that it's been done. Oh, where? Oh, what? I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Michael Benanti convicted in bank extortion plot kidnappings. A jury on Tuesday convicted well, a violent he... felon on charges he masterminded a plot to rob banks of money by preying on familial love as part of a four-state crime spree that included the kidnappings of three East Tennessee families. He, yeah. He, how apparently, recent is that? You were machavin to him or he was machavin to Wait, you? Wait, how recent? I'll this tell is you now. in 2017. Okay, I had it before 2017. This was my backup plan. Prove it. I can't. I never told <laughs> okay. the soul. Now I'm telling the world. So, wonderful. But also, 
There are he no faces bank. more than 300 years in prison. There are no because kidnapping is pretty serious. <laughs> <laughs> but but also there is no there is no protocols in place for this. If you did this all over again, it would work. But you have to do your like homework. It, yeah, it's a lot of due diligence. <laughs> like don't like I'm like, glad that you're worried about the potential bank robbers out there. You're like, guys, do your homework first. Don't just do this. I mean, that's my advice that I would give anyone <laughs> for any subject. Do your homework. So I don't know if you have any friends like this. So I have a friend who recently started uh, doing martial arts training or whatever. I think he's doing it for exercise. Okay. But like he's been doing it for a while now. Really, it's going on like two years. And this guy just like he, he's on the subway and every day he has another story for me about how he was sitting on the subway and these guys came in. And, oh, if he just looked at me the wrong way one more time, <laughs> this guy was going down. Do you have friends like that? I feel like that's the, about? That's, the, um, that's the risk you take. When you learn any type of martial arts, you're always the guy that's looking for a fight. He's looking for a fight, okay? Yeah. This guy is totally looking well, for a fight. Well, you better be careful because most of the time when people are looking for a fight, they find them. They find a fight or the fight finds them. Okay, but I have a hard time believing this five foot five Jew, 140 pound no, Jew. No, he's not winning. He's not winning? No. And is he really going to go through with it? Just because he took some martial arts classes, Again, it's, I just it's, don't it's, buy it. He'll have a chip but on he his believes shoulder. It. No, yes. he, he has he a has, chip on yes. his shoulder and Absolutely he's waiting for somebody yes. to start up with he's him. Waiting. And that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, they asked Americans if they got into a fight with different types of animals, if they thought they could win. And I immediately thought of this friend of mine. He's out there listening. And so they asked, if you got into a fight with these animals, do you think you could win? So like, for example, they asked if you got into a fight with a rat. So 72% of Americans said they would beat the rat. <laughs> well, a, like, what are you, in, in a, a ring? Fight. Are you in a ring with <laughs> yes. a rat? Steel case. What's going on? It's like you or him, yeah. do or die. Only one will survive. <laughs> you or the rat. So 72% said they could beat the rat. 69% said they could beat a house cat. Now, I think that's way too high because cats are evil. There's no way you're beating that yeah, cat. Yeah, I don't like cats. Cats have the claws. No way, no way. Yeah, again, but if it's if you're in a room, right, and it's kill or be killed, right, because it's a fight to the death. That's yes. clearly what this <laughs> is. Hundred percent. Right? I think that I don't think I don't think any of the humans lose. Yeah, you're not losing against a cat. You might come out severely <laughs> incapacitated. You know. Yes. You'll, you'll have scars and scratches, but you're winning the cat if it's a steel cage match to the death. So fourteen percent think that they could beat a kangaroo have you ever seen those videos of the kangaroos boxing did you see one those came dudes out. can box uh, uh, yesterday no a, i didn't see a it. video came out where the kangaroo chased down a dude <laughs> he was running after him no and he tackled no the guy no the kangaroo tackled the guy and somehow he just kind of turned the tables and it was funny because <laughs> it was talking about martial arts the guy pulled some martial arts moves and then pounced on the kangaroo and then ran away. Okay, so but the kangaroos can get aggressive. No, no, the, we think kangaroos are nice and sweet from Winnie the Pooh because we don't have anyone them near us, right? Because because of Winnie the Pooh, right? Right. They're all sweet. If you ever seen a video of a kangaroo boxing with somebody, these guys are like Mike Tyson. They 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 put their hands up. There's another video that comes to mind where one guy was regular. Yes, boxing. that's the one I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and he then boxing. he just he yeah. gave the kangaroo a left hook, <laughs> yes. and it just like accepted defeat. He yeah. tapped out, and he was he like, he just he just hopped away. But this one is brand new. Yeah, this one with the kangaroo tackling a guy 
Down Under. I got to see that. It's brand new. Yeah, but just don't get into a fight with a kangaroo. Not going to be easy to do here in New York. It's just crazy that we have no clue. No clue, right. We've never, you've never, I've never seen a kangaroo. Have you? No, but I'm the biggest chicken on earth. I, I'm of the seventy-two percent that said they could beat a rat. I'm not in that group. What about? I'm afraid of every living creature, including cockroaches. What about a dog? I'm definitely afraid of cockroaches. What about a dog? If you no face afraid, go really. You yeah, can't. You throw, won't. Anything you throw at me, I'm going to say. You're going to run if a dog. If it's just you and a dog. Listen to me. I always feel like you could just kick them in the face. Yeah. What if it's a big dog? What if it's, it's a German Shepherd. Yeah. You kick him in the face. Yeah. What if it's a pit bull? You kick it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Same plan. You're every not that time. complex. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern here. <laughs> These are not complicated plans. You just kick it in the face. And and it takes it and comes at you. Like, oh, that's all you got, bro? Again. Bring it. Think about this. You can poke it in the eyes. Like, it, no, you can't. What's it going to do? Think it's- all it can do is bite your leg. Right? No, bite, bite your, your hand. throat. Bite your throat. No, you know how many people get killed from... How'd you get on the floor? I you tripped, got on the floor he, because no, you he bit my leg. listen Are you to forgetting, the directions. You're forgetting when... when what's his name? Salome, not Salomani. The other guy, when Trump said... They killed him like a dog. When they <laughs> they left the do- they let the dogs attack him and he blew himself up. He was scared of the dogs. <laughs> he was like, no, anything but the dog. I don't care. Kaboom. <laughs> oh crap! The dogs are coming. <laughs> it might be too soon. Nine percent of Americans say they would win against a crocodile. Wait, wait, how many percent? Nine percent. Oh, nine. I thought you said ninety-nine, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. not happening. Which is interesting because uh, article May thirty-first. There's a Florida man missing who was playing Frisbee in a park. He went to look for the Frisbee. He went missing. Nobody knows where he is. I know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not funny because it's poor guy, but you yeah. know. So I want to just read you from the article because the, <laughs> the paragraph says it all. It says, gator trappers were called to the scene, according to police. They confirmed that, quote, a gator was involved <laughs> in the man's death. Hmm. <laughs> He's not part of the 9%. And at the bottom of the list was grizzly bear. But hold on, just back to the 6%. gator for a second. Okay, yeah. Back to the gator. Like, he's got to be still in there. Like, can they, like, I, uh, the yeah. gators don't chew him up. No, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's like, how they, he's in there. That's like, why, most of him is in there. That's why it says they confirmed that. Because they cut open the gator. Yeah, it's like, hey, they killed the gator. Imagine he was still alive. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, yeah, no. Well, slice the gator open and it's he's like, like, oh, thank God. I couldn't can, even <sighs> breathe in there. <laughs> So claustrophobic. Like Jonah and the whale. <laughs> 6% say they could beat a grizzly bear. But what's crazier to me is that 8% say they could beat a lion and 8% say they could beat an elephant. Okay, so so these, more people I, think they can't beat a grizzly bear than an elephant. More people, say it again. More people believe that they would win against a lion or an elephant than against a grizzly bear. Okay. To me, that's like mind boggling. Well, first of all, all these eight and nine percent, all these are like bros that are, have way too much testosterone. <laughs> like they're protein powdering. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Lifting. Do you even lift, bro? Of course, I can kill a grizzly bear. Bro, bring an elephant. <laughs> I got this out of the surface. I don't care. I don't care what you bring. <laughs> so, so that's that eight percent. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like it's the uh, the, the the low IQ chevra. That's right, the so, low IQ right. crowd. It actually makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Like what percentage of Americans are just really, really low IQ? Yeah, and I feel like most of them are from the South. Like no hate on the South. It's just oh that's God. that's what they are. They're just Google Analytics. Once again, they're all <laughs> shutting off their podcasts. I disagree. I think they're all Canadians. Haha. 
doesn't hurt us to make fun of Canadians. It's always good for a no, couple of laughs. No, we have big Canadian base. Do we? We sure do. I was kidding about Canadians. I meant the Swedish. <laughs> the Swedish. No, no I'm sorry. Really? No, no. I don't Not know where you have to go. Like, you have to probably Zimbabwe? Deep, How about Zimbabwe? Deep. By the way, we have, like, serious listeners in, like... Madagascar, right? No, no. Uh, Botswana. That's really? where it is. Yeah. A serious contingency in Botswana that are devoted to the Kiddish Club. We see you guys. We see you and we love you. <laughs> well, speaking of Zimbabwe, now that we went to Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. So speaking of Zimbabwe, apparently there's a problem with these young kids, well, or, or, I don't know, teenagers or how old they are, that are that come from very poor backgrounds. They're selling their toes to witch doctors Wait, to stop, get rich quick. Stop, stop. I will show you the pictures. Wait a second. No, I don't want to see pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't if need I to see, see them, severed toes. Mm-mm. You need to do this. Not happening. Oh my gosh. So how's this going down exactly? <laughs> I just like like make Apparently it's a it's a social media it got it got just started trending on social media. Once again, the dangers of social media and they think that by cutting off their toe and like sacrificing it to the witch doctor, it makes them make money. Is it working? It That's all I want to know. Just let me know. <laughs> I want to know if it works. How much would it cost to get to, for you to give up one of your toes? I, like, it would depend. Like, what is the witch doctor promising? Right. Is what I'm wondering. Exactly. It's like, you like? Is it is it hundred dollars? I give you one hundred thousand dollar. <laughs> give me your toe. Why does the witch doctor want the toe? What is he doing with all these toes? How much are they getting for these toes? Like, I don't know. I'm very curious. Like, what would it doctor, cost? How much for pinky toe? <laughs> Well, actually, the, the the currency there is in dollars, so, so that American dollar, <laughs> cold hard cash. How much would how much would it cost for you to part with one of your toes? I don't. The, the, that's the thing. There is no number. Listen, you have ten of them. You could part with a pinky toe. What does the pinky toe? You do? make a compelling argument. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't do anything. The pinky toe. It's not true. You need it for balance. You a need pinky it. toe. Yeah, even pinky toe. Pinky <sighs> toe comes in handy. Okay. What about what about middle toe? I hear that's a better argument than pinky toe. Clearly, um, I don't know. You don't need a middle toe; it serves no purpose. Well, the truth is, everything has a price. Everything, everything has everything. a price. Everything. Everything. Your ear, your ears, both ears. Price? No, you're right. Okay, it's all priceless. Okay, I'm not giving up a middle toe either. No, you would. Nope. You definitely would. No thanks. This is interesting because there are Cohens that would that will chop off their toe. Is that right? Have you ever heard of that? If if you're because if you're a balmum, if you're blemished, then you can marry a divorced lady. Oh, is that right? That sounds like a a romance novel in the making. (laughs) (laughs) I gave up my toe for you. (laughs) That's a lot more than like getting a tattoo. Like you see people get tattoos of their girlfriends and things, right? To cut off a toe? I don't know. Is that real? Is that a real halacha? And he's marrying a divorced woman. So, like, you know she's so, been so, through this So, before. the rule is... You're, hold you're, on. You know, the, that's a risk you're taking right there. The rule is... A giving con- up the toe? A Cohen cannot marry a, someone who's divorced. Right. But if he's got a blemish... He can. He's not going to serve in the, in, in the base of dish right. anyway. So, so then, then he, he can. can. So, if he removes a toe, that's considered a blemish. And now he can go marry... His divorced. divorced lady. Right. Now. Do it for me, Yaakov. <laughs> Prove your love. What's it going to cost you, one toe? Am I not worth one toe? I could so see that happening. 
No, I think it happens. Okay, but she was divorced once. So, like, she's got it on her yeah, resume. She, mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Uh, That's a risk. That's a know. real risk. I don't know. Well, speaking of what people will do for love. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, you know, Joe Biden's family, specifically, I believe his sister, has claimed for very long that his gaffes, the reason he makes all these gaffes, is because of his stutter. We covered it on our episode with Jake Turks. Shout out to Jake Turks. We, we've spoken about this many times. Yes. So this reporter, he went on a mission to see and to research and track the evolution of Joe Biden's stutter. He listened to 43 hours of Joe Biden clips from 1986 to 2018. I just have like a side He could question. not find his stutter. Does this man have nothing better to do? Like, who has this time? Like, I don't think you're going to get a Pulitzer for covering this. This, like, what is the uh, motivation to be so invested in, in 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 Joe Biden's stutter? I just want to know if this man has anything else going on in his world. That's it. He did a public service. Everyone talks about the stutter. Nobody needed it. It was the public service nobody needed. I needed it. Really? Yeah. This yeah. is helping you cope. Yes. Because he's president. Things not, are not changing. Not my president. If anything, we're going to get 25th Amendment. He stole the election. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Delete that. It was not bad at all, <laughs> it was actually. Bad. It was bad. So, if anything, he gets the 25th Amendment invoked, and then we have Kamala. So, you're saying you'd rather Joe Biden over Kamala? The devil I know. Correct. I'm with you on that. Did you see that video of the minivan that pulls into the gas station and the doors open and you have like these firm girls Holy running? Holy cow. You saw that, right? I did. It was a kidnapping. No, it wasn't a kidnapping. It was a carjacking. carjacking. That's right. the right so word. So they carjacked. They bailed from the car just in yeah. time, which kind of makes me think like that the assailant was like, like, get out. Just get out. Go, go, go. I'd love to get more of the backstory. I do know where it happened. It happened in Flatbush. And no, it was Borough Park, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Borough Park. It was yeah. in Borough Park. They were coming from a wedding. This is what we know. They were coming from a wedding, and he apparently carjacked the car, and somehow they were able to, you know, when he pulled over or something, and they just bailed on No, it. no, no. Wally, he got into the car, and oh, they, they just bailed. like, uh-oh, right, right, I'm right. out of here. Like, they were like, mm-mm, not happening. And they just... Uh-uh-uh. They no, all, you didn't. I don't think they did that. <laughs> no. I don't they, think they went, uh-uh-uh. They all went from the back out of the passenger side. I thought you were going to tell me about the, the Hatsala bus that was no what is that it was not sideswiped but it just it was somebody ran into it oh yes i did see that and then yes yes, yes. it went on its side I, why does that keep happening so often it's like you, you know like what is it called cow tipping isn't that a thing where people push cows over and they can't get back up or something all i know why is that like when cows? they pulled it up you know how it shakes back and forth so somebody put that shake to music <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it was stupid. But speaking of Hatsala, now that you brought it up, apparently there's a feud going on between Hatsala in New York and the Hever Hatsala in Palm Beach. Hatsala of Palm Beach. Because they want to accept women. I saw this. Oh, yes, yes. No, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So New York-based Hatsala is suing Hatsala of Palm Beach. And they're saying for copyright infringement, which in Yana de Yama, right? Sure. And the they when they... When the news, well, apparently the guy from Hatzalah who runs Hatzalah of Palm Beach told the news, oh, you know why they're doing this? They're doing this because we're allowing women on the force. Well, Hatzalah in New York, metropolitan area, is notorious for not allowing women. 
uh, to the point where Ezra's Nushim came into being. This guy's claiming that they're just attacking him like it's a frivolous lawsuit that they're just attacking him because he's accepting women. But what I'm thinking is this guy just made a massive Chilol Hashem. You know what I mean? You, you took something that could have stayed quiet or whatever, you turned it into a massive Chilol Hashem. It's, on the, it's in the New York Post. And now they, you know, all the woke people coming out of their closets and talking about, oh, misogyny, anti-woman, you know, he turned it into a big Chilol Hashem. There was no need for it. But speaking of women's lib, I don't know if you saw that there was an incident at the Kaisel on Rosh Chedesh where women of the wall smuggled a sefetera into the Kaisel. And like, so a bunch of kids started whistling with whistles to like protest them and to disrupt them. Okay. Which is just, the whole thing's interesting to me. I mean, I want to know who's the reader. Like, who's the Valkyra there? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Nancy? Like, who, <laughs> who is it? What Susan? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious. I want to have her on the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm going to veto that one. <laughs> I think I'm vetoing it. But like, these kids were prepared. You know, like... They all had whistles. They knew. Like, how'd they know? Like, they just, they, they how come, did this play out? I'm trying to understand. I think they come prepared for anything that the woman of the wall could throw at the wall. And they. How'd they know anything ready. was going down? All of a sudden, it's like, everybody take out your whistles. Was, this was today. This was. Uh, today's Rosh Chodesh. Yeah. So, like, the police had to come. They confiscated the Sefetera. <laughs> they, they put an end to it because it's illegal. It's it's still you know not legal, and that's that's exactly what not they were protesting. Not legal for them to read. Yeah, they can't have their own minion over there. They can't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how can you stop ten women from getting together and making a minion? There's no such thing as a, a minion. I, obviously, of 10 women. <laughs> obviously, but I'm just asking. Like, what what do they do? Like, the minute they start Kaddish, like, okay, we're shutting it down. We we woke you. <laughs> Now you made Kaddish, now you out. Like, I just, like, how does that go, how does that go down? Are people watching? They're allowed like, to say they Kaddish. The cams? They're allowed to say Kaddish in a minion with men. That's I understand. Mother. I'm just asking, how do they know when women of the wall become a quorum like, of 10 right, when did they versus cross just that ladies? Line? Right. When did they cross the like, line? How do they know? It's like, okay, this looks like a minion here. Uh, we're going to shut it down. That's it. It just seems like a very gray area to me. Ronnie, Ronnie. Ofer, this looks like a manyan to you. I don't know. She's wearing uh, Rabbeinu Tan Tfilim. <laughs> I like uh, the talit. <laughs> anyway, well, since we're in the topic of uh, Eretz Yisrael, there was an article that someone sent me. Uh, and I, I'm not going to give credit to the author. I don't want anyone to even like give her the, the clicks or the views. So I'm just going to read you the headline. The headline was, with abortion rights under attack in the U.S., obviously, I can't help but think of Palestinian rights. That's what she writes. So this is I a, think I saw that a Jewish article. woman. Yes, right. It, it, made its rounds on Twitter. Made its rounds on Twitter. Made its rounds on WhatsApp. And it's so ironic because if you're a Palestinian, so she, so abortion rights in the United States, like rights of women, can't help but think of Palestinian rights in an apartheid state. That was basically what she's saying. That sounds like a very like just an excuse with. Like, you know when somebody just has this one topic in That's their mind? Like, burp, everything right. is a segue to that yes, topic? Yes, That's all that yes, is. Yes, because, hello, abortion is illegal in Palestinian territory, in all the <laughs> Middle East, except for Israel. Now, we're not saying we're pro-abortion, obviously. But this woman clearly is. So, did someone not tell her that if you're a Palestinian and you have an abortion, it's not going to go good for you? Yeah. You're going to get stoned to death if you're in the Palestinian territories. Whereas, if you're in Israel, you're going to live. So, like... Just the irony of all the of it. The key, like such such a lack of self awareness. It's it's ridiculous. 
But uh, in, in, in positive news coming out of Eretz Israel, Israel signed its biggest trade deal with any Arab country that's with the United Arab Emirates, which is great news. Uh, and it's good to see because even well, what, though, what is the commodity? Like what's being traded back and forth? Like what are we getting? <laughs> Camels? What are we getting? I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Are like you what are we? Why are you? I'm sorry that I'm asking the tough questions. <laughs> yeah, these are tough questions. I'm unprepared. <laughs> but they need to be. Someone has to do it. Someone has to do this. You understand? What are we giving them? Hummus? Like what are we? What are we giving them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just want to know what they feel that they need so badly from 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 Israel, right? Maybe it's probably technology. Yes, it's yes, probably that makes technology. Sense. That makes I'll sense. give you that's not. I, I doubt that it's hummus. But it's uh, so. What do they need from? But what are they giving us what back? They, yeah. What are they yeah, getting they, from the UAE? I don't know. It's okay. Like so one the, territory. The top export. The top exports of the UAE are crude petroleum, gold, refined petroleum, broadcasting equipment, and diamonds. Uh, we'll take all the gold. <laughs> That's right. You can have all the hummus. We take all the gold. Seems fair. Ronnie, it's a good deal. <laughs> Offer. <laughs> Look, offer this is the best deal you're gonna get. Maybe they're getting air conditioners from Israel because the temperatures in the UAE right now are just off the charts. They're over a hundred already, and it's not even summer yet. I think that they're all year long. I don't think they have. Do yeah. they have summer winter? They, of course, they do. But but this is early for that. They're at 103, 103 degrees yeah, already. That's hot, that's but also hot. It's a dry heat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> You want to go there? Go ahead. Go to maybe UAE. maybe they're more, maybe Israel's giving them freezers so they yes. can have rishis cold <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> you saw the video? I did see the video. <laughs> Darlink is in the news a lot. Yes, and Elon I think Musk. Elon Musk got uh, like like death threats. Yeah, from Russia because when the Russians cut off internet from Ukraine, so now the military had a hard time. You know, the smart bombs, missiles, this that, and. You know, they tweeted at Elon Musk to move the, the satellites, which he did. And the Russian foreign minister said, well, Elon Musk, you're making believe that you're just a regular guy. You're an enemy combatant because you're helping them. And then he, he tweeted right after, like, if you guys don't see me tomorrow, you know what happened to me. But I'm not even talking about that. Starlink now, the United States Army uses it also. They're saying that they're improving the United States military's response time, I guess, for their smart bombs and missiles, etc. And... He's just like, there's no end to Elon Musk's reach, success and reach. Yeah. But you know, it's It's, one thing to have $300 billion among your friends. But when you're dealing with countries, it's a different, like you're not the richest guy. Yeah, but he is. No, he's not. No, as as an individual, yes. Countries have more than $300 billion. They are in the trillionaire league. So he's fighting. Okay, I'm just saying it's a different. You mean the GDP. Not not like they have it in the bank. They're, they're, they're well, obviously, gross domestic product. It's not. He probably has a lot more power than most countries. Well, again, he's not three hundred billion liquid, right? Of course, right. Of course. So but neither borrow, is the countries. He could borrow but the against country, it. Right, yeah, that's true. But the countries can can bury him with money. They could also just bury him. Like Russia doesn't need money. <laughs> <laughs> Nikolai, we have to get rid of Elon Musk. Don't touch my Tesla. <laughs> but Musk, he has to go. <laughs> Speaking of which, so you know the Voyager 1 that was launched from the United States, I believe in 1977? Voyager 1 was a space probe that was launched by the United States in 1977. What was the destination? Is that the moon? No. It was just in space to collect information. Just go. Yes. Just go. This space probe is still traveling through space. Really? Yes. 
Yes. It's, so basically it's older than us. Yes. It's 45 years later and it's still sending data back to the United States, which is crazy. It has left our solar system. And scientists, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. This probe is now outside of the, the solar system. It passed Pluto already. Really? It's outside the solar well, that's system. that's outside the solar system. Yeah. I should have known that. Yeah, and, and it's still sending back is Pluto data. Even, what? Is Pluto no, Pluto's no. still a planet, No, right? it's not. It's not. Oh, it's not? No. They deplanetized Pluto. <laughs> you <laughs> get downgraded. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. But it's still sending back data, which is just mind-boggling. But like the but at what point does the data take so long to right. travel no, back so that's home? That's a good point. That's a good where point. It's not even. It's it's so it's funny because you know what's crazy is that they have to have the the tech from fifty years ago almost to keep up with you know to make sure they could still communicate. And now they said it's so far away that it takes it takes like a day or two just to receive and to send. So they have to send the command. And then they have to get back the response. So it's like one light day away. Well, no, not that much. But what do you mean, not that much? Well, one, how much is a light day? Oh, a, oh, a light day, a light not day. a light year. Again, oh, yes, it can okay. only travel as fast as light can travel. No, how fast less, can light right, travel? No, much, much less than that. Light travels way faster than again. This. It's signal. No, no. So the, it's oh, the signal. The signal. Oh. That's but all it is. It's a radio. No, it's a radio. Tra- so it's a it's a radio transmission. Again, it's so traveling it's not, at the speed of light. No, radio transmissions do not travel at the speed of well, light. Well, let's check it up. To the Google machine. <laughs> uh, Google stopped working. I don't know what's happening here. I'm right, aren't I? I am correct. <laughs> Radio waves travel again. at the speed of light, which is approximately 186,000. There you go. Wow, miles per second. See? Very nice. Nicely done. Thank you. Nicely done. Finally, you can you can finally admit something. I admit when you're right, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the scientists are saying that they're getting back like weird data really yeah so we don't know what that means yet but we're gonna find out it's exciting exciting time well you, you should exciting time. you should also know things can get distorted when they're traveling those crazy distances by the way did you hear that they're opening a space hotel yes i heard about that yeah that's crazy i would love to do that but i would never do that i'm scared to get on a regular plane can't imagine getting on a rocket and being launched into space not for me i feel like it'll be safer because like airplane travel, which is, by the way, the safest way to travel. Because, That's what they say. Again, because you have so many car accidents and right. things That's like true. that. So so planes is, are far less frequently involved in disasters. But can you imagine rockets would be even less than that? So it's probably the safest thing to do is hop on a rocket ship and go to the space hotel. Okay. And now I'm in the rocket. We enter you know, Earth's orbit, weightlessness. And there's a roach on this rocket, and there's nowhere to run. <laughs> the roach is not surviving. <laughs> I can't, yeah, he survived. Roaches will survive anything. That's true. I did Thermonuclear hear that. war, everything. Okay, and That's there's true. a floating roach or two or ten. Yeah, you're over. Oh my, I'm done. But and my son's not there to kill to, it for me. That, I'm, I'm done. I feel like that's the least of your problems. And then, by the way, once you get to the space hotel, and then there's a line to check in. It's not for me. The whole yeah, thing is not for me. Every single Jew is going to want an upgrade. <laughs> 100%. I had a moon view. I want the sun view. <laughs> I want the Milky Way view. <laughs> How many miles to upgrade? No, not for me. I don't know. But all kidding aside, I would love. that. One, that's, a, that's next level experience. They're saying it's going to be in a few years from now. Could you imagine? Yeah, like within 10 years. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's crazy time. Yeah. Crazy time. I, the truth is, what I'm waiting for is just the fully self-driving cars so I don't have to be bothered. Oh, it's funny that you mentioned that. Is it? Yes, it is funny. There was a, a team of MIT researchers 
that have claimed that based on self-driving cars, they have figured out how to eliminate traffic. I, I which is amazing, which yeah. needs to Could happen. You imagine? But also, I just want to get into a car that I can't even see out of. I don't even want to know where I am till I get there. <laughs> You're a weird guy. Why? Why? Like I can just do my things. Like I, don't I can know. just. I, I need to. Like I need windows. a swivel chair in the front see. seat. I need a swivel chair. I want to be having <laughs> coffee, and I want to be having like. You have I this want, all figured out. Yeah. No. I just. I can't. Do you have a Tesla? The, I can't do this. I always ask you. Did you, know, you get your Tesla yet? No, I did not. I'm not. You need to get a Tesla. On. You need to get a Tesla. <sighs> just start saving and get the Tesla. And by the way, you'd be rolling right now because the gas prices are super high. It's true. And through the roof. Yeah. And all the Tesla people, I hate them. By the way, I hate. I hate them because they're, they're standing there they're and they're loving it. But you know what? Gas is going to come down, and we're going to laugh yes, again at yes. them. Well, well, I'm waiting for that to happen. But the truth all the is, Tesla people with their with their it's a very different drive. Have you, have you you've driven a Tesla? Yes, yes, very different. Very different. Yeah, it's like you have to get used to the Tesla. Yeah, for sure. It's not like a traditional sure. car. Yes, but you get used to it very quickly. Yeah, very well, quickly. It's intuitive. It's I find supposed it very, to be that way. Very enjoyable drive. Yeah, I agree. Tesla's very enjoyable. I agree. I couldn't. I couldn't exactly like I was driving someone's Tesla and I didn't know how to put it into self-drive mode. But did you see that article about the Tesla that so you know the Tesla has like a lot of built-in lidar and radar and all these things so like it could detect people, it shows you people, it shows you other cars. So there was a, a guy, this was in the news just like this week who had his Tesla at a graveyard and it picked up a person but he was looking and there was no one there. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> yeah. Was that this week? It was a couple yeah, of weeks it was, ago. No, it was this week or last week. It was it was very, very recent. Very, just very weird. Me. Yeah. And it was like, and they were like walking like zombies. Yeah. I, I felt like it was a prank. Yeah, but whoever pranked it, you, you know what? Maybe they just hacked the Tesla. I mean, it's just a computer in there. Right, it's very possible. It can't be that difficult. But I'm just, it's a great I prank. can't wait till this whole self-driving thing becomes a reality and we could just like make family trips great again because right now I can't do that. Like, <laughs> I can't be like one hour. That's my max drive with the I'm fam. With you. I can't do more. I'm with you. And by the way, there's people that will drive to Florida. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. With Not their for whole me. family. Not for me. It's like, what? I would what never make it. Thinking? I wouldn't make it. What are you thinking? There's no, no chance. I would make it, but I don't know if my whole family would make it because no. one of them is definitely not going to make it with me. I, I know that one I would have the urge get, to drive yes. into the nearest wall. <laughs> 100%. Period. A ravine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all our listeners. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, One Hospitality Group. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can send us your thoughts and suggestions and comments via email at hawk at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice so you get alerted the moment we release an episode. Please leave us a review so the next person Person will at least believe that this is a decent podcast. Until next time, we are out. Wow, you really said that like a BT. Wow. Wow, it gets better each time. Apparently, there's a feud between. Hello?
and this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.